listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Good afternoon, to everybody. Thank you for having me on in. today and listening in. I don't know about you, but I'm about ready to say enough is enough. Uh, you know that if you ever see me send out an email that says lock and load, it's going to mean that we've reached the point of no return. Uh, we've reached the point where it's a dictatorship, and that we're going to have to consider taking the streets to try to take back our country. And I hope that will never happen. But it's looking more and more like it will. It's looking more and more like we will have to defend ourselves against our own government and to keep any vestige of constitutional rights, to keep our property, to keep our lives, to keep our freedom. And that's what it's boiling down to because the Constitution is just being shredded. And, uh, you know, just look at what's going on in the last few weeks, or last week, actually. Uh, another day... Another illegal commits a murder or a rape, in this case both. Guy in Ohio has been charged with uh, attempted murder for shooting a young woman in front of her two children. Uh, didn't kill her. But now they are preparing to charge him with murder of another woman and a rape of a 14-year-old girl. Now this is going on all over the country, multiple times, multiple places. Last count I saw was 194 illegal murders, illegally committed murders, uh, in the last year. Well, i got news for you. It's a lot more than that. In between 2008, just before Obama took office, and 2014, last year, there were 638,000-plus crimes committed in the state of Texas by illegals people who were here in violation of our law who had not been deported or who had been deported and had come back in or had been put in jail and let out by the Obama administration rather than deported back to their country of origin as required by law. 638,000 crimes. Some of them committed by, you know, multiple crimes were committed by one or more illegals, but you're still looking at about 170,000 illegal aliens who committed crimes just in the state of Texas. And this included hundreds of murders, hundreds of rapes, DUIs that kill people. I mean, we're talking here about a massive crime wave. And it starts out with a crime. It starts out with them being able to enter this country illegally and have nothing happen to them or them being given amnesty by Obama. And despite two federal court orders now, Obama is continuing with his amnesty program. They are about to release thousands of illegals out of the detention center in San Antonio. And thousands more are going to be released, or at least hundreds more are released in California. Because a federal judge has said that you can't hold them, these people in these deplorable conditions. I mean, they're getting free health care. They've got apartments. They've got television, widescreen TVs. They've got Internet access. They've got free education. They've got free food. They've got free medical care. They've got free everything. They live better than the average member of our military and their families live. Yet... The federal judge said this is deplorable conditions, so you have to turn them loose throughout the country 
so they can commit crimes. And by the way, once you turn them loose, you have to find a better living condition for them. So in other words, we still have to provide them with free housing, free health care, free food, free television, free Internet, free toys for their children, more taxpayer expense because what they've got now and in those categories is not good enough for them. We have to give them more. Judges didn't say anything about them having to go to work or do anything to earn what they're getting. So how many of them are now going to be in this philosophy that they are here in the United States illegally and that is being allowed, so therefore you and I, the taxpayers, we owe them. We owe them free stuff. Because Obama says they're entitled to free stuff. And the federal courts say they're entitled to free stuff. Of course, it's not free stuff. Because you and I pay for it. They're going to continue to kill. They're going to continue to rape. They're going to continue to commit terrorist acts. It's just a matter of time before we have some major terrorist activity happening here in the southern states, probably near the border, or on the border, because of the fact that there's no control. There are literally hundreds of people coming across the border who are from Yemen, from Somalia, from Iraq, from Iran, from Saudi Arabia, from Kuwait, from Libya, from Syria, a lot of who are countries that are in turmoil or countries where terrorism is rampant and where the terrorist organizations operate from. They're coming across our border. They're setting up cells. They're radicalizing people already in this country. We just had an incident two weeks ago where four United States Marines and a U.S. sailor were killed on our own soil by a radicalized Muslim who was here legally and an American citizen from Kuwait. This was an act of terror. No, no, I'm sorry, I can't say that. The FBI won't say that. Obama won't say that. They won't, they'll say it's an act of terror, at least the FBI says it's terrorism. Well, no, they don't even say terrorism, they say domestic extremism. They will not classify this as a jihadist act, either by Islamic terrorist. Although that's exactly what it is. The failure to classify it as what it is, is of course Obama covering himself because he doesn't want to say anything bad about the Muslim religion, or anything bad about jihadists. He didn't want to kill any of them. If you can avoid it, that's shown by the the bombing that's being done in, in Syria and Iraq against ISIS, where we spend most of our time. You're not dropping our bombs at all because our flyers are, are told that once you're in the air, you cannot attack any target, no matter what you see, until you get White House approval. And a lot of times, White House approval doesn't come at all. Or if it comes, it comes after the planes are running out of fuel and they have to head back to the base. If they are given approval, is to attack things like empty buildings at night, empty pickup trucks, 
targets that have no military value whatsoever.
Why not? Well, the reasons are obvious. Number one, the five men killed in Chattanooga were all white. Michael Brown, Freddie Gray were black. Obama's not a racist. Number two, Michael Brown and Freddie Gray were black criminals. The five men killed in Chicago are members of the military. Obama doesn't have a problem with black criminals, but he does have a problem with the United States military. He hates us. He hates the members of the military. He hates the veterans. He's made that clear repeatedly. And that's why the veterans of this country are getting angrier and angrier. With good reason. And there's going to be some repercussions. Because the veterans float. Unlike the veterans will take themselves away of what's going on. The United States Justice Foundation, since 1979, has been dedicated to instructing, informing, and educating the public on legal issues confronting America. That means you and me. When necessary, this nonprofit organization has had to litigate to present the constitutional view. Since 1980, USJF has submitted testimony to the U.S. Senate on all but one U.S. Supreme Court nominee. Learn more about USJF by visiting their website at www.usjf.net. Support this nonprofit as it defends our rights, our liberty, and our Constitution. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You know, we're talking about the military and Obama's hatred of the military. Now, that's become clear throughout his administration. He's gotten American soldiers, sailors, Marines, and airmen killed by his idiotic rules of engagement in Afghanistan. He allowed ISIS to rise and to kill people around the world. And by the way, why is nobody talking about the Christians that are killed every day by radical Islam? Killed in Iraq, killed in Syria, killed in Afghanistan, killed all over the world. Nobody's talking about them. At least nobody, you know, in, in power, nobody in the national news media to speak of. Except maybe on Fox News. 
Why? Because Obama doesn't care. He doesn't care how many Christians are killed. He doesn't care how many Americans are killed, particularly as they're members of the military. I mean, the rules of engagement in Afghanistan under Obama were such that American soldiers could not even fire on the enemy unless the enemy opened fire first or unless the enemy were, and were clearly armed. They could not call in air support. They could not call in artillery strikes. We had a squad of eight Marines in Afghanistan who were surrounded by 200 members of the Taliban. They were down in a small valley. There were 200 members of the Taliban in the hills around them shooting down at them. They called for air support. And this is documented, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not making this up. They called for airstrikes. They called for artillery support. They were told they could not have it unless they could prove that there were no unarmed people in that crowd of 200 that was shooting at them. How do you do that? You're pinned down. People are shooting at you from all directions. You're returning fire. You don't have time to stick your head up and count noses. You can't tell how they're armed or what they're armed with. You know, all you can tell is you're under a hail of gunfire. Yet these eight Marines died because the White House refused to authorize airstrikes or strikes. That's not an incident. That happened repeatedly in Afghanistan, and it's happening in Afghanistan today. And by the way, have you noticed how when George Bush was president and we were fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq, that every day the news media reported on how many Americans were killed, how many had been wounded, as a way to strengthen their, their claim that these were unnecessary wars, that we shouldn't be fighting, these were George Bush's wars, that we shouldn't be fighting at all. Well, Obama takes over as president. He doesn't immediately withdraw us from Iraq. And he leaves American troops in Afghanistan. In fact, he has a surge in Afghanistan of sorts. I haven't seen any of the major networks reporting on anybody being killed, any Americans dying, unless it's a massive explosion of some kind, terrorist attacks that they can't avoid reporting. Americans are dying almost every day in Afghanistan, fighting for our country, and they're not being talked about by the administration. They're not being talked about by the news media. The American people are being kept in the dark. Which, by the way, is what Obama does the best. On oh, speaking of being kept in the dark, I think I talked last week about the, the fact that we got a, uh, and I put an article on my blog about this, you know, we sent those Freedom of Information Act request out back in October of last year, uh, dealing with the veterans' issues and the, the gun rights and the fiduciary issues and this sort of thing. We sent one to the FBI. We sent one to the VA. We sent one to the Department of Defense. And we sent one to the Department of Homeland Security. Well, the FBI basically ignored us, but we finally got a response. They sent me a document that I already had, 
that I'd gotten when we sued the VA a couple of years ago in response to a Freedom of Information Act request that they refused to answer. And it's a very telling document about uh, how their FBI and the VA are coordinating their efforts to put veterans on the list of mentally ill people who are mentally ill to the point of being a danger to themselves or others, therefore cannot own firearms, and how they are cooperating to do this without any due process, without adjudicating these people as actually being mental illness necessarily FBI is doing this the FBI says we have an answer an agency that we didn't even request information from BATF Bureau of Alcohol Back on Firearms they tell us the FBI referred the request to them and the FBI sent them seven documents, or seven pages of documents, and it has to be ATF to decide whether or not they would give it to us. And the BATF says, of course you can't have it. But we don't even know what these documents are about. We never knew that the ATF was involved as we did it. But now you have five federal agencies going after the veterans of this country. And you wonder why the veterans are getting upset. So if you want to read about all of this, my website at Michael Connolly, C-O-N-N-E-L-O-Y, dot com. And that's where we look at my blog and credentials and stuff I've written and keep up with what's going on. Donations are tax deductible. You go to usjf.net. 
and you can find out how to donate. USJF.net for the United States Justice Foundation. You can also read my articles on there. A lot of them are posted on there, too. You can find out about the briefs we've been filing. You can find out what we're doing on issues like gay marriage, how we were involved from the very beginning in the court cases, trying to defend traditional marriage, how we're still trying to defend it despite the unconstitutional and illegal ruling by the United States Supreme Court. So go to USTF.net, find out how to contribute to us. Every little bit helps. We've spent a lot of money in the past couple of years, a lot of money. It hadn't been on administrative overhead. It hadn't been on big salaries for me, for sure. It hasn't been on, on wasted efforts. It has been on stuff that is important to the American people and important to our Constitution. And that's what we're all about. By the way, that's what this show is called. And that's what the little book that I've written is called, Our Constitution. I take each article, each section, each amendment to the Constitution, and I put them down the way they were originally written, and I put in my comments about what they actually mean. I'm getting replies from people that say, but we didn't know that the Second Amendment was an individual right until you say it in the book. We didn't know that the words separation of church and state are not in the Constitution until you point that out in the booklet. So in other words, a lot of things that people are being taught, particularly our children right now, are wrong. They're not being taught about the Constitution. They're being taught that it's archaic and out of date and that it's somehow a living document that continues to evolve. And they, when they mean it, what they mean by evolve is it continues and it's a document that can be amended at the will of Obama or the Supreme Court or a federal judge, members of Congress. They can amend it anytime they want to without going through the process in the Constitution that is laid out for amendment. And that's exactly what's happening with assaults on the Second Amendment, assaults on the First Amendment, assaults on freedom of religion, dealing with all of them at USJF. Again, go to USJF.net, go to my website, michaelconnelly.jigsy.com, and there you can find out how to order copies of the book, by the way, our Constitution. It's a very small price. It's it fits in your pocket, and you can order multiple copies at discounts and hand them out. Give them out to people. A lot of my orders are for multiple orders. And by the way, if you're hand- planning on handing them out to a school, contact me directly. Like I said, Michael, Michael at USJFmail.net, Michael at USJFmail.net, or you can go to Contact me through www.constitution.gz.com. That's also where you can find out about discounts on books. We work with people who are giving them books, books to school children, and we will cut you a deal that basically will provide the booklets to you at uh, our cost. I wrote the booklet. I'm entitled a royalty on the booklet that we've copied and sold. I haven't taken any of those royalties in years. In fact, I've never taken any of the royalties. And uh, I roll that money over 
back into the uh, booklets themselves so we can print more and so we can help provide them to people in schools around the country, the children that they need to know about the Constitution because they don't know about the Constitution. All right, let's take our second break now. Who is or what is USJF? It is a nonprofit legal organization founded to protect our rights through the U.S. Constitution. Active in educating the public, USJF has also contributed directly and indirectly to legal defense efforts in many celebrated cases involving fundamental conservative principles. Cases of note include the Mount Soledad Cross case, the Arizona Immigration Law case, the Obama eligibility cases, the NDAA illegal detention issue, and many more. Help this nonprofit as they help you. Visit www.usjf.net today. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Join me Fridays at 11 a.m. for a new show here on America's Web Radio. We call it the Prologue. I'll be introducing you to other writers you may not have heard of yet. That's Fridays at 11 a.m. here on America's Web Radio. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. You're listening to America's Webradio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You know, for the last couple of days, I've been very depressed over something that uh, I want to share with you. And it involves our Constitution. It involves our constitutional rights. It involves the assault on the very fabric of, the very fabric of our society. And that's my beloved Boy Scouts of America have caved in once again to the radical homosexual activist and have now opened the Boy Scouts up to having gay leaders. Now, this is something that has been resisted by the Scouts. They resisted opening up uh, the Scouts to gay members because it did not fit into the Boy Scout oath, which is to stay awake morally and straight, among other things. They felt it was broken. They felt they could not convince the organizations that support the Scouts, that sponsor most of the troops, are religious organizations, like the Mormon Church, which has hundreds of Scout troops they sponsor. The Southern Baptist Church, which has hundreds they sponsor. Now all of them are about to pull out of the Scouts pull out their sponsorship, the scouts are going to die. And that was the ultimate goal. It has nothing to do with homosexual rights or gay rights or whatever they want to call them. It had to do with destroying the Boy Scouts of America. Why? Because for 
100 years, the Boy Scouts of America has been the bulwark of patriotism in this country. I am an Eagle Scout. All four of my sons are Eagle Scouts. At one point, when I was a scoutmaster of the biggest scout troop in Louisiana, just a few years back, about 20 years ago, at one point, 80% of the male members of Congress had been Boy Scouts, many of them Eagles. 107 of our first nine male astronauts in the space program had been Eagle Scouts. The vast majority of the officers in our military had been scouts. In fact, in uh, the U.S. Army uh, and at West Point, the Army at West Point uh, Academy, Military Academy, uh, the Naval Academy in Annapolis, the Air Force Academy out in Colorado Springs, the Coast Guard Academy, all gave preferences in their recruiting to Eagle Scouts. At one point, you had 33% of the cadets at the Air Force Academy who were Eagle Scouts, and a similar percentage at the other academies. Members of our military who fought and died for this country for years learned their patriotism, learned their loyalty to their country, learned to follow an oath to their country. Because a Boy Scout oath, you take an oath, on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country. And by the way, that's the next attack is going to be to remove God. But you know, the Supreme Court has said the Boy Scouts had set their own standards. They'd won the court cases. But then your big corporations started that donated the Boy Scouts, started pressuring the Scouts to give up their moral compass, to throw it out, to become politically correct to do what they were told to do. Board members from some of these corporations or executives from some of these corporations were in their way into the board of the Boy Scouts of America, where they looked at the Boy Scouts as a place to further their political agenda, not a place to further patriotism, not a place to further belief in God, but to destroy an organization that has been so important to our country for so long. And they're doing it. And they've done it. Remember how the Boy Scouts were under attack for a long time because of issues about pedophiles becoming scout leaders? And how they had to do, they were being sued. They had to strengthen their um, ways of vetting Boy Scout leaders and strengthen the protections for the scouts, all of which they did. Now, all of a sudden, all that's out the window because they're going to allow homosexuals to become scout leaders. Now, that didn't mean that all homosexuals, or even the majority of them, are pedophiles. But it means that it's going to be harder to, for the Boy Scouts to do what, on the one hand, they're legally obligated to do, and that's protect the scouts. But the main thing is, is this is just another attack on the fabric of American society. I still wear my Eagle Scout ring. It used to mean that if you were an Eagle Scout, you were part of a brotherhood, an elite brotherhood. Because only a little less than 2% of the boys that ever joined 
the Boy Scouts make Eagle because it's not an easy task. It's very difficult. That's why I'm so proud of all my four sons at Eagle. And I had 57 boys make Eagle when I was Scoutmaster for nine years. But he's right to the police. Now we're being told that that's wrong. But the most important thing for the Boy Scouts is to fly the rainbow flag to make sure to stop patriotism. I mean, this this board of the Boy Scouts, Robert Gates is the president of the Boy Scouts. Why they appointed that idiot as president of the Boy Scouts, I do not know. He was totally ineffective as the Secretary of Defense. He didn't stand up to Obama on anything to speak of. And now he's the head of the Boy Scouts, and he's the one that called for this um, gay leadership to be allowed uh, to take over. But these same board members have gotten the Boy Scouts to come out and say, you know what, we're too militaristic. We're going to ban our Scouts from playing with water guns. That's a staple of childhood in this country. To shoot water pistols at each other. Nobody gets hurt. But now the Boy Scouts have banned that. Saying that we don't want to be militaristic. Well, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to start banning certain merit badges. Citizenship of the nation merit badge will probably go. Because it will be replaced by citizen of the world. Citizen of Obama land. Marksmanship merit badge, rifle marksmanship, shotgun marksmanship, those will be replaced. We're just done away with. We don't want to teach people to shoot. That might give them the idea that they have some kind of constitutional right to firearm, constitutional right to protect themselves, constitutional right to protect their constitutional obligation to defend their country. We don't want any of that. We don't want the scouts to be taught that. We don't want them to be taught about God. They'll do away with the God and Country Awards, the Religious Awards. Those will go down the tubes. They'll do away with the requirement that you have to believe in God to become an Eagle Scout. Doesn't matter what your belief is. When I was a scoutmaster, I had scouts in my troop there were Muslims, there were Jewish, there were Catholic, there were Baptists, there were Mormon. We were across the board when it came to religions. We also had black and white and oriental and Hispanic in the troop. We were the true melting pot. And all the boys were taught the same thing. And all the boys had the same requirements. There were no special privileges because of race 
or religion. The boys were encouraged to learn about learn about each other's religions. When they were going to get a religious medal from their church, or synagogue, or mosque, they had to go to some other religious institution, some other church, and they had to learn about their their religion. What the heck? University. I just described the person who you. The Boy Scout troop that I ran. Because the scouts all had the same goal. That was to obey their scout oath. To obey the scout law. To do a good day, a good deed every day. To help other people at all times. That's what it was all about. Now it's all about that sickening rainbow flag. You know, I had ancestors fight on both sides of the Civil War. So I honor the Confederate flag not as much as the American flag, obviously. But I honor the Confederate flag, but not because it was a flag of the Confederacy, because it wasn't. The one that's being banned, it was not the actual flag of the Confederacy. It was the Confederate battle flag. That means it was carried by the troops going into battle. Not even by all of them. But that flag is being banned. And now there's calls to ban the American flag. In fact, they're doing it. Apartment complexes, HMOs are telling people they can't fly the American flag on their own property because it might offend some Muslim that's in lives ten blocks away. They're banning the Confederate flag. They're trying to ban the American flag. Instead, we're supposed to fly that horrific rainbow flag which means nothing to me except hatred that the sexual community, the extremist homosexual community, express for anybody that disagrees with them. Disagree with them, and they're going to come after you. They're going to try to cost you your job. They're going to cost you your livelihood. They're going to set you up. They're going to lie. They're going to cheat. They're going to steal. They're going to do whatever's necessary to try to put you out of business and pick you up. Well, come and get me. I believe in traditional marriage. I don't believe the Boy Scouts should be filled up with homosexual leaders. I believe in freedom of speech for everybody, including those of religious beliefs that don't conform to the homosexual agenda. So come and get me. Come on. I'm sorry, but I, I'm, as you can tell, I'm, I'm getting very upset. Let's take our final break. The United States Justice Foundation, since 1979, has been dedicated to instructing, informing, and educating the public on legal issues confronting America. That means you and me. When necessary, this nonprofit organization has had to litigate to present the constitutional view. 
Since 1980, USJF has submitted testimony to the U.S. Senate on all but one U.S. Supreme Court nominee. Learn more about USJF by visiting their website at www.usjf.net. Support this nonprofit as it defends our rights, our liberty, and our Constitution. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Who is or what is USJF? It is a nonprofit legal organization founded to protect our rights through the U.S. Constitution. Active in educating the public, USJF has also contributed directly and indirectly to legal defense efforts in many celebrated cases involving fundamental conservative principles. Cases of note include the Mount Soledad Cross case, the Arizona Immigration Law case, the Obama eligibility cases, the NDAA illegal detention issue, and many more. Help this nonprofit as they help you. Visit www.usjf.net today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. I know I'm uh, pretty much on my soapbox today, but I'm done. I'm getting fed up. When I say enough is enough, I mean enough is enough. There's no things we can talk about today, but let's talk about two things that have really been out of shape right now. One is Planned Parenthood. I have all abortion based on finding this right to privacy in the Constitution. And by the way, the right to privacy is never mentioned in the Constitution except in regard to the Fourth Amendment. If you're going to find it, that's where you find it. And that's to protect you from having your property, well, not your property, it's to protect you from having your property searched, your home searched, having your business searched without a warrant. Nothing in there about abortion. I can guarantee the Founding Fathers didn't consider anything about abortion when they passed the Constitution or the 14th Amendment. And that's where the court found the right to abortion. The founders of the Constitution never considered gay marriage as a constitutional right. That's not ever mentioned. In, marriage is not even mentioned in the Constitution. It's supposed to be left to the states. Marriage. Yet, it was found that women can legally kill their unborn children. Call them a fetus, whatever you want to call them. They are living, breathing human beings from the time of conception. I am absolutely convinced about that. Nobody will ever change my mind about that. And I will be politically incorrect by saying that until the day I die. 57 million babies have been aborted in this country since that decision came out. 57 million. That dwarfs the Holocaust in, in Europe during World War II. 57 million. And in the forefront of all of that has been a group called Planned Parenthood. 
which is primarily funded by you and I and our taxpayer dollars. Good old Planned Parenthood. One of the founders of Planned Parenthood was advocating that abortion be legalized because it would diminish the number of blacks in this country. You never hear about that on the national news, but you do it. That's a fact. She was one of the people that pushed for abortion. And one of the people that's revered by Planned Parenthood. But now we have the undercover videos that show Planned Parenthood. And this is what I've been saying all along, and other people have been saying all along. And we've been reviled for, for daring to criticize uh, this organization that should be venerated, not criticized. That all this is about the money. All this was about charging women for abortions, getting the government to pay for abortions for people that can't afford it, and killing babies for profit. And they're laughing about it. They're sitting there drinking wine and eating salad as they talk about how this is done. The most effective way to support is the state of Texas from outlawing abortions after 20 weeks. Abortion should be illegal, period. And they're doing partial birth abortions on these, these babies. They actually mothers birth to them and crush their skull. Or they strangle them so they can take the brain and sell it as body parts. This is going on. We see this in these videos. Yet the national news media, for the most part, is not reporting it particularly this third video, which actually shows body parts and shows a price list that companies can pay for the body parts and organs of murdered unborn babies. The national news media has been told by a PR, PR firm hired by Planned Parenthood not to report this. So the networks aren't reporting it except for Fox. The networks don't report anything Obama doesn't want reported. We know for a fact that at one point, there's no reason to believe it stopped, that the news executives of NBC had a conference call every morning with the White House to find out from the Obama administration what they wanted reported that day and what they didn't and how they were supposed to spin the news that they did report. It's called a dictatorship, and that's what we have.
You're listening to America's Web Radio, and uh, I hate to say it, but we lost uh, Michael. Uh, we're having telephone problems, I guess, or line problems. I have no clue. Uh, we'll try to get him back on the line. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the yeah, war me, with the militant uh, arm of Islam. About, uh, Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military back. service is mandatory, so ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, okay, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times Michael. our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project Michael, called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all Michael. over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? Michael, for information, can you hear me? please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot Conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. Okay, well, folks, you heard me trying to get Michael on the line, and uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, We seem to be having uh, continual telephone problems with uh, his connection out in Texas. For some reason, um, we'll see if he calls back in, and we'll try putting him on one more time. Or, if you'll stay tuned, um, we'll uh, play a couple of ads, and we'll be back right after this. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. Uh, I have got to consider the possibility that I am really taking some people off out there. Uh, you know, this was... I basically threatened the homosexual activists a while ago. I said, okay, come after me. Well, somebody is coming after me. Now, coming after this show, we have had repeated problems with this show. 
I don't have problems with any other shows I do where I'm being interviewed. I don't have problems with this phone, with anything else. We use different phones. We have the same problems. It, it looks like an all-out assault to shut me up. Well, they're not going to shut me up. Not unless they kill me. So listen in for the show. We're going to try some other things to try to keep this going. Don't give up on us. Continue to listen into the show. Go to usjf.net to donate to the United States Justice Foundation. Go to michaelconnelly.jigsy.com to read the articles I'm posting that I talk about. And order copies of our Constitution, the booklet, and find out about the other things we're doing. But don't give up on the show. Get other people to read the, the blogs. Because uh, I talk in those blogs about a lot of the things I talk about on the show. And today I was about to get into the Iranian situation. There's a uh, going to be an article there posted shortly. And there's a new article on the attack on our uh, gun rights. So we got the people that I apparently made mad here today. I've angered the illegals, I've angered the homosexual community, I've angered the Muslims, uh, certainly angered the Obama administration, members of Congress that made this phony deal to allow Obama to totally bypass the Constitution and send them a treaty that they have to vote to disapprove. And if they vote to disapprove it, then Obama can veto that vote and they have to override the veto with two-thirds majority. That is totally a violation of Article 1, Section 7 of the Constitution of the United States, which requires that any bill passed by Congress, not disapproved by Congress, any bill passed by Congress, the President can veto. This turns the Constitution on its head, and they're continuing to do that. So we're out of time today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you listen in next week. Email me and let me know what you think of the show and what you'd like for me to talk about. You can email me at michael at usjfmail.net or at mrobertc at hotmail.com. Thank you for having me on today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.